0: We are back on the dirty. See, I'm not even gonna stop anymore. See, I know we're just coming on the dirty, ugly wrestling podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the big ugly. And are you still fit, ugly? It's holiday time. Are you still fit?
1: uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) yes.
0: (laughs) You're gonna say yes, because we're gonna gonna ask you. When we get to the Royal Rumble, yeah. which is our next episode, we're yeah. going to ask you. We're going to find s- out. So. Listen,
1: I'll, I'll send some pictures in March. Yeah. Just give, <laughs> give me a little time.
0: <laughs> all right. So when we promote the podcast, we'll leave pictures of you out for now. All yeah. right. So we, <laughs> that's all right. Fit Ugly, Big Ugly, we appreciate you. Um, partner, thank you so much. we got a lot of special guests joining us today. Episode 124 on our way to 125. We'll make it. Uh, and uh, so of course, uh, the king of non social media hashtag no hashtag CM Funk is with us. What's up, brother?
2: Hey guys, how's everybody doing?
0: Great. Yeah, happy holidays.
2: Hey. Happy holidays, everyone.
0: Yeah. Happy uh however you celebrate. Happy holidays, whatever you got. Um, and uh, of course the uh, uh the one and only we used to know him as Jason Justin Tucker, but now we know him as the most accurate podcaster in SoundCloud history. I'm going to try to tie that into the, J- J- the, the Justin Tucker thing because he lost it for a week because he was the most accurate kicker in the NFL but he lost it for a week to some squid game guy and then um, got it back. <laughs> um, but Jason, uh, he is JT Wrestling. Welcome back.
3: Good to be back.
0: How do you feel being the most accurate podcaster in SoundCloud history? Is that alright? <laughs> well,
3: pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good.
0: See everybody gets know. everybody yeah. got to get refreshed gimmicks every now and again. <laughs> so, you never know. And um, you know that this guy's a great father, he's a great friend. Uh, and th- this guy is also uh, a great quail. You know, if you want, you want turkey or ham for uh your holidays. No, no, no. You want quail. You want the quail man. Quail man, what's up, man?
4: Hey guys, how's it doing? Great hey, to be man. back on our podcast. Ready to talk about some wrestling.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of wrestling to talk about. This is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to give you a short list of things that we're going <coughs> to talk about today. Uh, it's, a, it's a short list. This, you know, this is what we do. Um, we're going to review 2023, obviously. We're going to preview 2024 because this is our last podcast of 2023. Uh, this is seven and a half years. We're going to reach year number eight, starting on that fit ugly when we hit WrestleMania. How about that shit? <laughs> I mean, damn. That means we gotta pay SoundCloud yeah, again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we got they should be paying us.
0: We should be paying us, man. That's what it's all we're, about. We're the number um, eight
1: wrestling podcast. Come on, we, right. we are.
0: No, wait. I checked that. You, you just uh, it, for our listeners who are uh, listening to us episodically, and for all, all of us here on the podcast, we. Uh, as of November first, twenty twenty three, we are number six. Boom! Oh, <laughs> number we oh. went up two spots. I, honestly, the last time we had that eight, it was like six months ago, and I kept refreshing it, and I, I kind of kept like forgetting to check it because I just automatically was you, we we're in the it's- top ten.
2: You know. did, did, did did Conrad Thompson lose two of his podcasts?
0: What happened? You know, <laughs> <laughs> he must he have because we went up a couple spots. I mean, you know, the, the, the full WWE wrestling podcast is still up there. Corey Graves is still up there. Something to wrestle is still up there. But we're up there. Number six in all of and It's called WWE style wrestling podcast. That's what it's listed under. But that's still pretty damn good. Um are we going to merge with somebody like TKO UFC? I mean, or are we just staying independent? If they they cut the chat,
1: man, (laughs) (laughs) let's get, let's get the money flowing.
0: (laughs) That's let's say they say money talks. That's what they say. Um, Hey, you know what I want to talk about real quick. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We're going to talk about, um, a lot of different things, but I want to mention one thing that's going to come up and we'll talk about it more in the Royal Rumble podcast. But, uh, CM Funk, you know this really, really well. And so do you fit ugly rage in a cage EWA. It's like their WrestleMania. It's their biggest deal. Um, February 3rd, 2024, Bel Air Armory in Bel Air, Maryland. Every single match is in a steel cage. Now I've been there. over 10 years i've been referee and ring announced whatever the case may be i just happen to be the commissioner at this point in time of ewa which is fantastic um i got got a little promotion i can't say i got a raise in pay but i got a promotion um i got a new job title it's kind of like uh goodfellas or something like that you keep changing job titles um but anyway it's gonna be great um for and for you, Quailman, I don't know if you, you know about this, but I'm you know we're going to send out the information. It's good for kids, you know. I don't know how old the kids might be, but it, every single match is in a steel cage. This is great. It's live professional wrestling. It's on a Saturday night. Um, you 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 can't beat this, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be great value as well. Um, no bad seat in the house. I mean the Bel Air Armory is fantastic. Fit ugly. How are you feeling about that?
1: I'm feeling good, man. I, I have to be in the house for that. Actually, I haven't in, been to in the house. In yes,
0: <laughs> I, I'm looking forward end- to it. With
4: the steel cage, I mean, you, you never know what side they're going to come out of. So, I mean, wherever side you're on, when it comes to the steel cage, you're always gonna you're always gonna see the action from from the outside, no matter you're, where you're, you're sitting.
0: You're right. And if you're familiar with, um, let's see. If you're familiar with the EWA steel cage, um, it's you can it's you can see it, it's not like one. It's it's kind of like it, it's chain link, but it's a big it's a big tall cage and it's very visible. It's not going to it's not going to check out your view. It's not going to block your view.
1: So, so sorry to interrupt, but I feel like we have a run in right now A run in? We have a run in currently on the oh. podcast. Yes. What's going on? uh i think we have a michael anthony in the
0: are you serious
1: yeah i'm i'm going to let him in
0: whoa 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 whoa, whoa. michael anthony yeah that is okay just to give you a preface this is the current ewa heavyweight champion it just so
1: happens shit
0: go go ahead go ahead go ahead let's see what happens I'm,
1: i'm i'm letting him in
0: okay let's see um I I I was to understand, and I I don't know if you can hear me, but uh, do we have another guest on the podcast at this point in time? Who is this?
5: Yeah, of course you have another guest. Of course you do. Oh my, God. your heavyweight champion, Michael Anthony.
0: Oh my God, he was he was right. That's uh, so. Here's here's the thing. We we were just talking about EWA Rage in a Cage, and you know, obviously. You're you're going to be a part of this, but you, you did you 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 got yourself on the podcast, the Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast, which is promoting EWA wrestling. So, what what what's on your mind, Michael Anthony? What have you got to say?
5: The first thing on my mind is why do I have to crash the party? I'm your heavyweight champion. I should have gotten an invite months ago.
1: Oh my! I, I told him that. I told Mike that.
0: Wait, hold on you you told me? Yes, but you oh my god, okay. So, that, that's what's on
5: my mind. But, also on the mind, February 3rd at the Bel Air Armory, I don't know who I'm wrestling against yet. I don't think that it really matters. Um, I'm not sure if, I know John Berg might have, uh, he might want to cash in for it. You he know, he maybe- does.
0: He is a former heavyweight champion himself of EWA, so I, I I would I could see that I could see that.
5: Yeah, former uh, former champ, former tag champ. He's had a lot of titles, but what about the he's weight of the world, Corey Bush? Like, How about hey, that? I, this I've, is what I I've, want to see.
0: The weight I've of the world,
5: Corey Bush around. Corey Bush doesn't want this.
0: Corey Bush is well, the weight of the world. He 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 wants it. Believe me, he wants it, and he would want it in the steel cage.
5: He wanted it, and he found out the hard way with his shoulders against the mat. Oh, man. You know, uh, I've, I've heard whispers of maybe Sly Scarpone, but hey, yo. Uh, I am more than sure he saw what I did to his buddy, Corey Bush. He doesn't want no part of this either.
0: Sly so, Scarpone is one of the most popular, you know, professional wrestlers on the East Coast. I mean, you know, if he gets in there with you, he's going to have the crowd behind him.
5: Uh, that's great. And you know what? He'll, he'll get thrown into the cage. Shoulders to the mat, one,
0: two, three also. It's interesting how the Fit Ugly, he said that we were getting a run in because I, as far as I know from 2023, if we're going to review that, you, you got yourself involved in just about every single situation you could in EWA in 2023, so much so to the point where you basically put yourself in a championship situation against grizzly and you finally, it, it took it took a casket match to do it. I mean, it took no rules. So I guess you're looking forward to the steel cage because again, there's no rules in the steel cage.
5: Right. And what does that say about the logic of EWA? I'm six foot five, 350 pounds. And somebody wants to get into the cage with me. Okay.
0: (laughs) I would say a lot of people would want to get in that cage. But not, not me personally. I'm, I'm, I'm retired. I'm a commissioner. I, I don't, I mean, you know, this is, but I can see a lot of these people. Hey, Jesse O'Ryan, big fan of the podcast, former champion himself in many ways, triple crown winner. I mean, this is, this has be like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, it's a it's little guy against the big guy, but I love that kind of stuff. And he he's the kind of guy that could run circles around you.
5: Oh, that's great. But you're only going to run so far in the cage. Damn it. And you're right. And Jesse's made a career of beating guys bigger than him. But he's never had a piece of me before. I'm a whole different animal.
0: Damn. Uh, you know, it's CM Funk, I'm going to ask you this. Because you, you've seen EWA Pro Wrestling before. You know what the, the Rage yes. in the Cage is all about. So, yes. you know, we don't have I, I made. My, Go ahead. I made my debut at Rage in the Cage. You, you did. Two years you absol- ago. You absolutely did. Two years did. ago. And then two years after that, you're going to be in the cage. CM Funk, what, what is it going to take? Th- this, guy, this guy likes to get involved in people's business. This guy likes to, to, to run in it, if you will. But, you know, he's got no rules. He's got the cage. What's it going to take to beat this guy?
2: Uh, it's going to take a lot of luck because I don't see anybody beating him. So, um, no. you know, bring, bring on all comers. I don't More know if an anybody answer. can do it.
0: Man, hey, you got man. You got one fan out there, Mr. Anthony.
2: Hey, this, this might be Zoom, but I know what to what to say, you know. <laughs>
0: some distance, so. Oh, man. Ha, JT Wrestling, I know you're uh, a fan of EWA Pro Wrestling, too. Who would you like to see get in there? You want to see a bigger guy? You want to see a smaller guy? You want to see a bunch of guys get in there? You want to see a four-, five-, six-way match for the heavyweight title?
3: I don't know. Um, I would say probably... A bigger guy about the same size would be good.
0: About the same size. That's gonna be close. I that's I think you might be leaning towards the weight of the world, Corey Bush. I mean, he could get in there with you. That could happen. You might have beat him before, but it wasn't it wasn't in a cage match for the EWA heavyweight championship.
5: I beat Corey Bush in the cage last year. I'd be more than happy to beat him again this year.
0: Wasn't for the championship. It doesn't matter what it's for. When there's titles on the line, it's a big deal. It's a bigger deal. It's A huge deal. It is a huge deal.
5: It's not deal. going to change the outcome, uh, the outcome.
0: Quailman, you are a pro wrestling fan for a long, long time. You could be in, in, encountering your first Rage in the Cage experience uh February 3rd. This 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 uh this champion of ours, Michael Anthony, the EWA heavyweight champion. Do you want to see him keep it or do you want to see him lose it? What do you want in, on the biggest stage of EWA?
4: uh i'm I'm probably gonna go with him keeping it i mean to, he's only two years debuting there and now he's the world heavyweight champion that's a pretty big feat to already be the world heavyweight champion i mean if and nobody's beating him yet then i mean i guess maybe the, the Corey guy might be the one to do it i don't know but he said he beat him already so i mean it's maybe it's time for them to run it back but i always like a, to see a high flyer but I don't know if there's any high flyers out there that can stand up to him at this point. So, I mean, he might have a
0: – I think he has a pretty good shot at, at, at Rage at the cage. I tell you, Jesse O'Ryan has jumped off the top of that cage many, many times. Michael Anthony, I don't know if that's something that you are even capable of doing. Um, because of your stature, you, you might bring the whole cage down. Uh, yeah, but he could, he could jump on top of that. He could get on top of that cage and jump off, and he could flatten you from 20 <laughs> feet in the air. Or maybe, or, or would I you just say him
5: and just murder him?
0: Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you could just catch him. That, I think CM Funk and, uh, and Quailman might be happy about that. All right. Look, this is, uh. This has been great catching up with you, Mr. Michael Anthony. Uh, the, before we go, you know, before we let you go and get on with what we were doing with our night, what have you got? to? I know February 3rd, Bel Air Armory, Bel Air, Maryland. Nobody can, you know, say that this is, th- this is the biggest show of the year for EWA. So you're going to get in the cage. You're going to defend the title. and You're going to keep your title. What do you got to say to all would-be challengers out there? Because they will be listening to this podcast
5: line them up bring them all on i know ewa has a small history with champions that like to show up at their convenience oh shit <laughs> that's not me Woo! i don't care who you are i don't care where you're from i don't care what promotion you work for i don't care who you are in our locker room if you want a match all you have to do is send me a message i am not hard to find
0: Yeah, you definitely put yourself out there, especially on social media, CM Funk. I know you're not, you know, you don't know about that, but does this guy, uh, you know, he's got the EWA Heavyweight Championship. There's another title belt that you're holding in your hand. You you do not mind promoting yourself, so. Not at uh, all. I'll tell you what, when this podcast comes out, I will. I'll make sure you have the link. So if you want to say, Hey, I crashed the party. I, you know, I, I told it how it is and I'm, I'm an open invitation. I line them up, you know, go ahead. Because I think no matter who you end up facing in the cage, uh, you're going to have a, a lot. Again, it is a cage match. There is no rules. You're going to have a lot of, a lot of traffic coming your way. I'm, I'm
5: sure the locker room is going to end up drawing straws and, some unfortunate soul has to draw, they have to draw the short straw, whether it be Corey Bush, who I've already knocked down, Siler Mason, I've been beating the snot out of him for 15
0: years. Oh, my God.
5: Uh, You know, it doesn't matter. If someone, uh, it doesn't matter who it is. Maybe the tag champs want to step up. Maybe it's Jesse O'Ryan or James Finley or one of the Versace boys. doesn't matter who it is. Mm. They're all of them are going to find the end result to be the same. Them staring at the ceilings, watching me raise the heavyweight championship.
0: Well, the strong words from a strong man. Thank you, Michael Anthony. We appreciate you running in, dropping by, and we will, uh, we will see you at rage in the cage. I'll be there. All right.
2: All right. Enjoy it, man.
0: Oh my goodness. What, uh, what an interesting, uh, what an interesting thing there! Did we lose JT Wrestling?
1: We did indeed.
0: What happened? I got we got to find him. Uh, all right, so we'll get JT Wrestling back anyway. That was interesting. Um, it's it's going to be a good night. Uh, I'll tell you, February third, twenty twenty four, Rage in the Cage, uh, EWAProwrestling.com. dot com. EWA, Mar- I should say EWAMaryland.com. My apologies. And of course, EWA Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Um, check it out. And uh, oh, hey, there he is. J- I mean, maybe maybe JT Wrestling got eliminated. JT Wrestling got eliminated by Michael Anthony. But I mean, JT Wrestling had his back there for a minute. Uh, possibly. But uh, that, that's great. JT Wrestling, are you back with us?
3: Yeah, I'm good. Uh, okay. so weird and...
0: I think oh, it was Michael Anthony. Uh, I think he's trying to uh, – Michael Anthony's trying to pull some heel stuff. That's bad. Uh, That's a bad he, man. J, CM JT Funk, Wrestling, what, uh, J,
2: hell? JT Wrestling is just getting ready for the Royal Rumble, so he, he was eliminating
0: himself. You
3: know, <laughs> he, <laughs> was, he was going out no, through I'm the middle. i going to wait under the ring.
0: He's going <laughs> to pull a Nuncio or a, a, a He He went out through the middle rope and went under the ring. That's what it is. Um okay. Let's get back I mean let's get back to what we were doing. That that was a tangent if I ever heard one fit ugly. Um that that was a tangent. That
1: uh, indeed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh thanks for uh moderating that and uh getting him out of here cuz uh he would have definitely continued continue to promote himself. So, let's just throw out some stuff. Episode 124. We're in the holiday season. This is great. Um do you know what time it is fit ugly?
1: um vader time
0: no no i mean it it has been vader time in the past No, no 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 it's clobbering time um we got okay first of all the cm punk let me just put that out there um we never thought we'd be talking about him coming about pro wrestling at all then in the past you know year year and a half whatever it is we talked about him coming back to AEW then getting fired once or twice getting injured it, it just it just didn't seem like it was a good look like this this wasn't the way we wanted CM Punk to <laughs> see I'm going to keep doing that to, yeah. to to finish out his career but unbeknownst to all of us um apparently bridges can be rebuilt um you can tell people you know, on online and social media and to their faces, basically to go F themselves. Um, Talking about everything from the company wellness policy to, to, to human resources, to, to to Triple H himself, who happens to be one of the, uh, you know, big men in charge on the WWE side right now. And what happens? CM Punk comes out at the end of Survivor Series in Chicago, which I, I that's perfect timing um but that that event was booked way before this deal was done so that's just you know lightning in a bottle right there as they would say I'm gonna go around the room how do you feel about this what do you want out of this and 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 where does this lead if anywhere um fit ugly partner I'm gonna start with you
1: uh so I I'm shocked uh like I'm sure most people are um I feel like from what I've seen it's definitely intrigued me starting out. I feel like there's a lot of potential, a lot of different people punk could work with. So I am looking forward to seeing that. I do feel like and hoping that what comes out of this is a happy ending. Right. Mm. As as we just talked about for the past 10 years, I think CM Punk's legacy has kind of been up in the air, a bit yes. of controversy and turmoil. I am hoping that this, what is probably the last run of his career Ends on a high note for him, Um, you know, because I I think that from the body of work that he has put in, despite his attitude and things that I personally have not cared for. I do think that he deserves the respect and praise for the amount of work and entertainment he's put into the business over these years. So I'm hoping that this is a good run that kind of like puts that bow on the end of his legacy.
0: I agree. I hope I hope you are right. CM Funk. Mr. Yes. namesake, go ahead.
2: Um I think uh, I think what Fit Ugly just said is wonderful if if CM Punk would ever actually come back to WWE, but that's never going to happen. <laughs>
0: you I don't, still don't
2: believe it. I, I don't believe that that could ever happen. I I don't know what everybody's been talking about. Oh. Um yeah. No, uh in all seriousness, um no, I totally agree. Like, you know, I, I it totally shocked me. To the point where it took me two weeks before I believed it actually happened. So uh, um, but I do hope that I I do hope he writes the wrongs and everybody comes out looking, you know, for the better at the end of this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was right there with you and it was a day later because of, you know, scheduling, because honestly, we didn't put it in our mental capacity to say oh survivor series is something we have to watch at the time because both of us were you know yeah. doing other things that day and we were both like nah sleep is better we, we can wait. wait on this <laughs> um and maybe and somehow i know you're not a social media the internet but you didn't find out and nope um the illustrious Kristen apparently did but luckily she didn't give it away um I was just jaw draw, draw, drop. I didn't I didn't know how to react or act because of all this history. JT wrestling um back when you know back when you and me were sharing a theater stage this is when CM Punk was first run in the WWE big run um huge run championship for 500 days. How do you feel about this? What do you want to see out of this?
3: Um I don't know Exactly what to expect out of it, but uh, like like most everyone, it was a big surprise because um, I did kind of forget about Survivor Series, and then I was looking online, and there was a uh, quick video of CM Punk standing in in the middle of the of the um, cells, not not the actual cell, but the cell that everyone stands in. Mm. So then I think, like, the next day I watched the complete Survivor Series, and Mm -hmm. I was surprised when it came out. I wasn't really surprised, but I was still surprised Yeah. when it came out at the end. Yeah. So I don't know what to expect. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I guess I'm happy he's back wrestling somewhere. Good. Hopefully he'll get um. The ending he wants and maybe he'll go on to do more stuff. Managing. Whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's already been in the performance center gearing up, you know, for actually wrestling and he's been working with the younger talent in the, I mean, that's, that's a blessing in itself. Um, so that hopefully maybe what this leads to is some, some (laughs) more of that. You never know. Um, how about you, Coil man? I mean, I've, uh, you know, for the amount of time I've known you, I know a little bit of conversation we've had about CM Punk, but I, I'm not sure, you know, since the big layoff of, of 9, 10 years and then coming back to AEW and all that controversy and now back in the WWE, what do you think about all this?
4: Um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. I kind of agree with Big OE that this is gonna this is gonna be his um probably be his last be his last run at this point. So I i would say um at this point I would love to see some more Paul Heyman stuff. Maybe Ooh. like you got Barack Roman and them all fight it all fighting to have uh Paul Heyman as their right hand man. Mm. So that would be great to see. I mean you have all the you already know what's happening for WrestleMania at this point is CM Punk and Seth Rollins with all their history, ROH. Yeah and everything else um that should be good but no just like he even said himself there's so many different possibilities of what could happen at this point excuse me but i think like said the paul heyman stuff i think anything with the him with the mouthpiece and he has a microphone that's what i want to see okay
0: i like it i like it uh just to bank on what you just talked about you know if we see cm punk seth rollins for the World heavyweight title at WrestleMania. Does this throw a monkey wrench into everything and have CM? And we're going to go over this, this, this show and next show. Just a quick yes or no. Does CM Punk win the Royal Rumble? Quail Man, you first. Yes. Okay. CM Funk. No. Okay. Fit ugly. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. (laughs) JT Wrestling.
3: I'm gonna
0: to have to say yes as well. I, I'm gonna say yes, and we can go around reasoning. I know we're getting the countdown on segment one. That's okay. We can get we can get further into this. Cody I, Rhodes won the Royal Rumble last year. I do yeah. not want to see Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble again this year.
1: Correct. Just, Me neither.
0: I just don't. Uh, I don't care how they play it. I mean, if if we end up with Cody and Roman at WrestleMania to continue the story, finish the story, that's fine. I just don't want to see Cody win the Royal Rumble. Um, go ahead. I'm
1: going to just interject and say, I feel like this is the time. If CM Punk is going to win the Royal Rumble and get that headline match at WrestleMania, this would be the time. I think that everything is very fresh with him coming back. The beef the beef in the locker room and all of that stuff is very fresh. The reasoning and his like desire to... Headline WrestleMania, we're all very aware of that. Yeah, I feel like this is the time to capitalize on all of that. I think waiting would almost just like kind of kill the the heat or the momentum. Yeah, um, is it predictable? Sure, it, it's. But it, I think you could say the same thing for last year with Cody Rhodes or the hundred yeah, you know, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's predictable, but I don't think it's predictable in a way that fans would reject it. I think fans would be crazy ecstatic to know that he won the Royal Rumble and is potentially going to main event WrestleMania.
0: Right, if they do it right. If which, they do it right, yeah, yeah, and, and I think they will. Now I'm going to back to CM Funk. Why did you say no?
2: Uh, because of the predictability factor, I think.
0: What? Yeah, what I, I, I think. Talking about. I think.
2: I think everybody expects. That CM Punk will now win so that he can go face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. That somehow or another he does not win the Royal Rumble. Who wins it? I don't know. That that's that that's for next uh that's for episode 125. So,
1: uh, <laughs> See, my <laughs> thing is this, right? I, I feel like I feel like this is one of those situations where you can try in uh what what do they what what do they call it? Uh, uh subvert subvert expectations.
0: Yeah, they're gonna swerve it.
1: Yeah, they try, they're going to try and swerve you, but much like the show Game of Thrones, I think that trying to always subvert expectations can be a disaster. And I think that that if if they just if if they're it's like it's like trying to play that game from the princess bride where the guy was like, if if you knew if I knew what was in the cup, y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like trying to play <laughs> that game, right? Like you're trying to like do something that's unexpected. But then also it's like. There's no point, bro. At, at this, at this particular moment in 2024 Royal Rumble, just just do it. <laughs> like just just give us the expected story. It'll be okay.
0: Because here's here's my thing. The last time we saw Punk, and they even they even said this on Monday. Uh, I guess it was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, when he officially signed with Raw, which I don't like that. But we'll get we'll get back to that. Um, <clears throat> see the last television appearance for CM Punk was at the Royal rumble in 2011, 12, 14, 14. Thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to count back. Um, and he lasted what? 45, 50 minutes. And he had a full blown staff infection at the time. Um, he looked like he was about to die when he got eliminated. Like he was, you know, Ric Flair went 60 minutes and barely messed up his hair, but that was a different time. 1992, but CM Punk really worked his ass off. And, got nothing for it, and, you know, ended up leaving the next day. So what I want to see is I want to see him go 45 minutes. Maybe maybe he's not number one. Maybe he's, like, number five, number 10, you know, in there. But I want to see him earn it. I want to see him get his ass whooped. Because you, when we looked at him wrestling in AEW, some of the matches were decent. But he looked older. He looked slower. He looked... Yeah like he was in his mid 40s which he is like he hadn't had you know ring work in 10 years which he hadn't other than you know working with his uh working with his wife and you know also working on the TV show um Heels but I just want to see him earn it and I get the predictability factor I, I you know but predictability We've been we've you know, when we call I call the Miz every year. I know it's never going to happen, but you know what I'm saying? Seeing somebody different win the Royal Rumble, it's almost predictable now that somebody who's going to be in the championship picture. But now you can get it down to maybe two people that could win on either side, either Rumble, because you got two championships in two days of WrestleMania. So you never know. But what ultimately what seems like it's going to happen is Seth Rollins and CM Punk for the world heavyweight title. Now, as we run down the time, I know we're going to talk about this in future podcasts. If, if that happens, if CM Punk wins the Royal rumble, if CM Punk faces Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, regardless of how he gets there fit ugly, does he win the world heavyweight championship or not?
1: Um, now that I think could be up for debate. I, I don't know if they're going to put the belt on. I could see him losing
0: Okay, I agree. CM yeah. Punk, CM Funk. Well,
1: yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I I kind of agree on that aspect. Not that he's he's not winning the Royal Rumble, however. So okay, w- but
0: either way, <laughs> he gets to the WrestleMania main event, the championship match, but he does not win. Correct? Yeah, I I would think so. Yeah. Okay, JT Wrestling.
3: I can, I can, I can see the non-winning approach. Maybe he starts a feud with the winner, mm. and that gets him to WrestleMania.
0: Oh, okay, I see. So maybe not winning the Royal Rumble, but starting a feud with who whomever does. Yes. Ah, I like that's a nice twist. I like that. Quailman. Yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, I think I think C
4: I think CM Punk is going to win the world heavyweight title. At this point, I think it's time. I mean, they've had the. Uh, Heels be champion. Heels being the champions for so long, I think that it's time for for the, all the baby faces to be champs for a while, and then of course the the heels are underdog. The only X factor, of course, is Damian Priest right now, which she has to use to buy Money in the Bank. So I can see CM Punk winning it, and then Damian Priest cashing in. There's so many X factors to actually really tell if he's actually going to win, but I hope he wins. But we'll see uh, how it,
0: how it plays out. I like that. I I like that either way. I if CM you know all CM Punk ever wanted to do was be in the main event of WrestleMania. He didn't care how. That's that's what came out after you know he left the company the first time. Um, so winning or losing, I don't think he cares. But I don't think he even cares if he gets shit on. Like if he did win and Damian Priest cashed in immediately, or if Seth Rollins wins and all of the focus goes away from Punk completely. And Damian Priest beats Seth Rollins and wins. Um, there's a lot of things that can happen, and obviously we have podcasts in between now and, and Rumble and WrestleMania. We're going to get into that. So that is the that is the big news. But you know, as, as we uh, get ready to take a small musical interlude and a break here, um, there's another big return that we got to talk about. Our truth, baby, <laughs> 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 dude. I mean. <laughs> That was surprising enough when we saw that in the in the first backstage segment of survivor series and now our truth is doing some great television he's saying he's in a judgment day. I love this our truth is funny as hell man I missed him I don't he, care if he's
1: you know go ahead he is definitely one of those guys where it's like now that he's gone he's come back you you realize like yeah I kind of I missed this like yes. this, this <laughs> yeah. comedic relief
0: yeah. Yes, there was nobody else who could really pull off that role as well. As
1: Absolutely not. Yeah.
0: So anyway, thank you, R-Truth, for uh, <laughs> bringing this segment to a close. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back with segment two of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, episode 124. And we got a whole lot more to talk about. Uh, so don't change that channel. Or if you do, come back to it. We'll be right back. And we're back on the, yes, on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And we are joined once again by the one and only CM Funk. Howdy. The one and only JT Wrestling. Hello. And the one and only Quail Man. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Very good. Welcome back. All right. We had an interesting first segment there. Uh, Anybody (laughs) waiting to run in at this point? Fit ugly. No,
1: no no more run-ins no more run-ins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, can, I,
2: can i can i just say can i want to just interject real quick here do how it. great our musical interlude is it's wonderful people should really give it a good opportunity and listen to it it's, it's I, fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. Agreed. it doesn't get enough credit you
3: know
0: doesn't get enough credit and you know what we should do is we should tell you the name the title of that song and who plays it i don't know it right off the top of my head right now <laughs> but uh do, do you fit ugly? Do you isn't, know the, it,
1: isn't it like three doors down or something? Three
0: doors down. I believe it is three doors down. But what the song is, I do not know No,
1: that. I don't know. Let's next see. next episode. One twenty five. Right.
0: We're going to find out. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. You know what? I will look. I will find it and we'll see. OK. So SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Find us everywhere. Number six podcast of all WWE wrestling podcasts. That is fun. Okay. And there's a, there's like 10,000 of them. There's a whole lot of them out there. Um, okay. CM Funk. I'm going to start with you on this one. Uh-oh. Okay. So, you know AEW, right? I heard about it. Yes. Heard about it. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> so, not too long ago, Adam Copeland um, came over, also known as Edge. And, you know, as soon as he came in, uh, they were you know, there's been some back and forth between him and his best legitimate friend in the world, uh, Christian Cage, uh, a.k.a. Jay. I don't know his last name, but, uh, it, you know, they got to doing some promos and some back and forth stuff. And I Ed- said he would never, never fight uh, his best friend, Jay. Of course, they that lasted about a week. And then um, then, you know, he destroyed christian on television before challenging him to a match which they actually had on a wednesday night dynamite for free um (laughs) and and then uh and then we had a 20-minute match which was main event anywhere on tbs on that wednesday night and it ended in a bullshit finish so i know we texted about this i mean Did they re- did they just drop the ball, or did they just not care, or is this a, a, g- a gateway to a bigger storyline? I mean, what?
1: I, I, it's a I, it's I, a gateway to them ending up like WCW. Oh I'm boy! Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, that that is true. Yes,
0: This reminded me of Hogan and Goldberg on you know Monday Nitro. I mean, come on now, it's just it, it could have yes. been built a lot bigger. I don't know, but go ahead.
2: You would have thought they would have saved it for pay per view. I mean, because you actually have to pay per view, you know, with AEW and everything. Right. So make it worth the money. And yeah, uh, yeah. Why am I going to want to watch Edge and Christian down the road now that I've seen them? You know, I mean, sorry, Adam Copeland and Christian. Thank you. Uh, you know, why, why do I want to see the two of them wrestle now? Like, uh, doesn't not draw on me for anything.
0: So. Yeah, I, I mean, what's the and. and man like what what's the kid's name uh the mother at the end i don't
2: right i don't even know and i don't even care like that's that's how bad it is so yeah
0: i mean i don't know if it was a vehicle <laughs> for them to just push that the new kid the the, the darby allen friend uh, or whatever it's
2: nick, nick wayne nick thank wayne. you nick wayne yeah, right.
0: I, I don't I just, I just they have they have they run out of ideas i mean i know they don't i don't I don't get this. Like that, that could have been built so much better. Like if they were both in the WWE and they actually wanted that storyline to happen, they could have let them do like, you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy had a WrestleMania match at WrestleMania 25. I mean, they could have done something like that at least, but, man, I just feel like they, they wasted the ball. It fit ugly. Yeah. Did
1: you see any of this? I didn't see it. Good. However, you know, <laughs> however, if I'm putting like, I guess, trying to put my business hat on or, you know, marketing hat, I can only assume that maybe it was almost like it, it was just a way. I don't think AEW is probably doing very well when it comes to TV ratings. And I think that with big jumps like Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, and just like LA Knight just... The WWE roster is kind of like lightning on fire. And I can see them trying to use this as a way to draw people in to make it feel like, listen, Dynamite is still must watch TV. You know, um, that that's what I'm thinking they were going for. It's like we don't need necessarily people by pay-per-views right now. We need people to actually tune in to our weekly show. So that that would be my only reason I could think.
0: Okay, JT Wrestling, did you see any of this? Um, I saw a
3: lot of the buildup, um, and then I, I don't know, I was doing other things. See,
0: no urgency to watch. (laughs) But you did see some of it.
3: Yes. Didn't see the actual fight, but I saw the buildup.
0: Did you see during the buildup that, uh. The, the one promo that Edge was cutting, or I guess it was a promo, that right at the end, he he literally said, go F yourself. And they bleeped it after the fact. Um, So they didn't, uh, they have a seven second delay. So I don't know if that was intentional or if that was just a, uh, you know, a screw up. Did you, did you see that?
3: I did not see that
0: promo. Okay. Yeah, you you could go watch it if you want to. Um, Quail Man, did you see that
4: one? I did I did see it um when uh, so the build up YouTube and everything else um so I um one second.
0: it's okay take your time you got kids man that's Heath Slater's uh, gimmick. so I got kids but you yeah, know <laughs> yeah. I
4: watched the YouTube build up I watched uh I, I watched up too I did I did, I did read about it with the um the word they said on TV mm-hmm. and I mean honestly it's just there, there needs to be a little bit more less creativity and more script that they need to go by, and not all this free for all that AEW's been doing. Yeah, and that's what caused that to happen to begin with. And it, it's kind of unfortunate they gave away Christian and Edge so early in yeah. his uh, career and everything like that uh, at AEW. They should have, they definitely should have waited. But AEW has a problem of just like just love. They love using interferences to end matches. Like, yeah. like that's the best way to. There, there's so many different ways you can do it. Instead of run-ins or somebody getting disqualified or something like that, you 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 can there's so many different ways you can book it, but they're just booking it pretty bad right now, unfortunately. And they just 2024 is a brand new year, so hopefully AEW can uh, turn things, change things around. Maybe MJF will drop the title. We'll get a Adam Cole was probably supposed to be champion, so maybe we'll get a different champion next year, and then with a new champion, new matches, and then they can work it out in regards to it. So. Gotcha. and just get some better decisions
0: okay fair enough um yeah I, I, we don't need to spend too much more time talking about it. it's just from where they were even when you know they were you know christian was a wwe legend and he was working with edge and they were doing the the show the totally reeks of awesomeness and they were making appearances here and there and then once uh edge came back and Christian was still in the company as on a legends contract, and then they just let him go, and then they were like, "Well, edge, you know we're not going to use you for anything substantial anymore, so we're going to let you go. I mean they're in a place where they can make money they can they can do something they enjoy doing and, and maybe they don't care about you know how how well it's received or who's going to watch it or whatever, but I don't know. It just seems like it's a it's wasted. Like it's they're making such a big deal about Sting's retirement match. This man, sixty years old plus, they announced the match, they announced the loca- or they announced where it's going to be and when, on you know on a pay per view. But then they give away Edge and Christian in two weeks. Like I don't know. Anyway, let me let me talk about the Continental Classic for a minute. Um, this is the tournament that AEW has going on where uh, everybody faces each other twice or once or i don't know what it is it it is twice okay thank you
2: once once once. okay
0: and it's not an elimination thing it's just you accumulate points by you know how you win and you know if you win and things like that um it's a little but instead of having throwaway matches i guess which was what they've been doing on the past month for all all their shows uh they're making the matches mean something and and some of them are decent matches i don't want to you know put that out there but what what is the end game of this again? Like they they become the number one contender for something?
2: No, they they become the the triple crown champion. So they'll be the Ring of Honor champion, the New Japan Open Weight champion, and whatever this triple crown championship is. And all. Is there, another- used be, there used to be a triple crown championship back in the eighties <clears throat> that was like over like two or three different promotions and stuff. So they're kind of recreating that. Okay. Kind of a feel. Yeah. I, or Okay.
0: I mean, it's hard to follow the scorecard and, and all the, the like the rules or what? I don't know. We're, we're going to talk about iron survivor match in a minute. That's going to make my head explode, but um, I, I don't know. They got a gold league. They got a blue league. I think there's 12 people in the whole thing um, right now. John Moxley has 12 points in the gold league and Andrade has nine points in the blue league. Although Brian Danielson seems to be the guy that they're going to try to push to, to you know, main event this thing at the end. I guess, I guess it's gonna be Danielson and Moxley. Uh, I'm guessing, but I, don't I mean, think
2: so. I don't think so. But anyway, yeah.
0: What would you think the end results gonna be then?
2: I, I think you're gonna. I think Swerve Strickland's winning the whole thing.
0: So. I agree. I like that. I hope he I does. Think,
2: yeah, I think this is gonna be his um his big push. So.
0: Okay, after after Hangman Adam Page drinks his blood, I mean. Exactly. Yeah, did did you all see that? Anybody Quailman, JT Wrestling? Did you see any of that? No, fit ugly. Yeah, I did see. I no. did see
4: them. Him drink the blood and the 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 Texas Death Man Oh, so you did see so, that? Yeah, at least I, I. mean, I saw I saw content from it. But yeah, I mean, Swerve is definitely. I mean, I can see Swerve winning the whole entire thing. We don't want to see Daniel Bryan versus Moxley again. Like they've done that a million times already. Yeah. Like we don't we don't need that.
0: And they're gonna so, do but, it.
4: Yeah. the only thing with the continental championship thing there's definitely like a few matches in there like with that Jay briscoe or Jay lethal in it that are just mm-hmm. like jobber matches that yeah. you know for a fact they're not going to win but there has been some really good matches like swerve and um i think this week it was i forgot oh. who it was it was Swerve and somebody else this week and it was really really good yeah uh well, in well,
0: yeah moxley
4: that was a good one i mean the ending kind of stinked with the shoulder up the, so that his shoulder was up this week so they're trying to do another confrontation probably is what they're getting at but yeah so we'll see what happens yeah, yeah it, ugly.
0: It's, go it's, ahead it's
2: it's, it's aw's um take on the uh g1 climax over in new japan which is like the biggest tournament uh round robin tournament that in professional wrestling every year so yeah aw is just trying to kind of do the same deal so
4: okay. i was thinking the same thing they were trying to copy off to new japan uh yeah. regards to how they do it so yeah for sure okay so, yeah we'll see how it turns out
0: fair enough we will see we will see uh fit so fit ugly and jt wrestling if you didn't see that um this is uh it was swerve strickland against hangman adam page at the the last pay-per-view that they did i think it was and um it was a texas death match and uh swerve was bleeding uh, profusely not too far into the match and uh, hangman adam page was actually like holding swerve's head over his head while he was laying on the mat and drinking his blood um <laughs> It was okay. I, all all I could think of, man, is, you know, this ain't social distancing at all. Um <laughs> This is this is ridiculous. like that. That's one step that's never I've never seen in pro wrestling. I don't think CM Funk, you ever seen that either.
2: I'd never seen that either. But, it, you know, there's a first time for everything, I guess.
0: So, so if, if you're going to get beat to the point where somebody else is drinking your blood, I guess you should get put over for a tournament, Um, you know, at least to be in consideration. OK, so. We got that. We got that happening. Uh, we talked about CM Punk, which was the end of Survivor Series. Let's talk about the rest of it. Um, is there anybody here that did not see Survivor Series?
2: Me. You liar. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> you didn't
0: see the end. You didn't see what happened after the signature at the end.
2: Right. Never happened.
0: Okay. Fit Ugly, Quail Man, you all see it JT Wrestling? Yep. I saw it. Good. Okay. So yeah, I, I saw Survivor Series. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, I mean, not a bad event overall. I mean, it's uh it had it had some definite better things if you want to talk about it. Um the the first match, the women's war game match, um, actually pretty good. Booked pretty well. Uh Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, Becky Lynch, and uh what was it? Um they were against uh damage control. Uh and uh, they won. The the faces won. The good the good girls won. That one actually pretty pretty well booked. I, I didn't have a problem with any of it really. Um, and there was you know I think that's is that the one where um Kyrie sane came back. Is that the match? Or am I thinking of something else?
2: No, nah, she came back the previous pay per view. Oh
0: right, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I'm just so she she was in the match. She was in the War Games match. Right. All right. Dakota Kai was at the ringside. Okay, I got it. Okay, so. War Games concept, still pretty cool, um, you know, that the WWE is still using that. It's definitely a selling point for Survivor Series. Sure. Um, Gunther in The Miz. This one was interesting because The Miz was actually the face, technically. I mean, I, maybe there wasn't a face, but I don't know. The Miz went after the legs, and he was trying to take out the wheels and actually trying to wrestle Gunther, and Gunther actually, you know, obviously won. But I thought that was a pretty good story. Did anybody have a problem with that?
1: No. Nope.
0: No. Not a bad You're story. Fine. Um, Gunther. Let me let me throw this out there while I'm thinking about it. Is the next opponent for Gunther, uh, Brock, Lesnar, do we see that anywhere in the future?
1: That's not something I thought of. Let me hear your line of thinking behind that.
0: I mean, I guess the tease started at the Royal rumble last year and nothing ever happened of it, but yeah, we need a substantial challenger. Not that Brock Lesnar needs the intercontinental championship by any means. And Brock hasn't won a match in like two years. So I don't see him needing to win. I see him doing business. If we can put these two up against each other, it would be phenomenal. I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I I I I think it should happen. I mean, it if it's going to happen, it should be at WrestleMania because that's when the attractions need to be around and everything. And um, I mean, it would be fun. It would be hard hitting. It it would be a slobber knocker, as the good old Jr. would have said.
0: So, <laughs> gotcha. Um, I I I like it. I mean, what do you think, JT Wrestling? Would you like to see that match?
3: I think it'd be a good match.
0: Okay, yeah, I think it would be good. I think, uh, you know, just I I think the tease, I I think I would like to see Brock Lesnar be a surprise participant in the Royal Rumble this year. I would like to see just because we haven't heard from him in a while um, and he's going to be a special attraction anyway. And I would like to see another tease with Gunther. I'd, I'd like to see it happen sort of organically, not like Gunther. I mean, it could happen one or two ways. Gunther could be in there, could clear the ring. And then Brock Lesnar could come out and there's your face-to-face for 90 seconds. Or um, it just happens organically where they're both in the – you know Brock Lesnar gets introduced as a surprise participant and then five or six minutes down the road after they both cleared the ring, then they're in there together, kind of like Hogan Warrior thing. Um, not necessarily for the Intercontinental title, but do you know – here's who I think is going to win the Intercontinental title eventually. Ilya Dragunov. I would like to see him come up from NXT. I would like to see him take on Gunther eventually, but I don't think that would be a a WrestleMania match. I think that would be more of a Brock Lesnar special attraction kind of thing. Just just thinking out loud. Just thinking out loud with Gunther. Anybody? Anybody any anybody else opponents for Gunther? Whether it be WrestleMania or otherwise? Hmm. Bueller. (laughs) Ferris Bueller? Fantastic. (laughs) That's what I, Matthew Broderick's old ass. Is. Yeah,
1: maybe this is bad that I haven't actually given Gunther opponents more thought. Uh,
0: but I mean, <laughs> honestly, who's no? I mean, it's not bad, but who who formidable? Who else formidable on that roster is really going to take him on? I never I, even thought the Miz would be an opponent for him, but he did it. Here's
2: what. Here's here you go. Here's one for you. I think Gunther holds onto the IC title all the way through WrestleMania. Beats mm. Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Mm. On Monday Night Raw, the following Raw, he drops the IC title. He like vacates it so that he can go after whatever what shows he or he's on Raw, right? So yes. he can go. He can go after the World Heavyweight Championship, whoever that might be. Gotcha.
0: All right. So you think he would give <laughs> it up before he would lose it?
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Um, Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee, I. Decent enough match. I know it's to push Santos as a heel. Uh, I could have done with that on a kickoff show. Just to be honest with you. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Zoe Stark. I, I I guess they're feeding people to Rhea now until they get a WrestleMania opponent for her, which might be, I guess it would be Becky, right? I don't
2: that, know. That, that seems like that would be the big money draw. I yeah. Mean- you know, I think she faces Nia Jax at Royal Rumble or something. And then Becky yeah. Edge,
0: Mania. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, you know, I'm not too invested in that right now. I'm more invested in what the Judgment Day is doing than what Ray is doing with the title at this point. Um And then uh, speaking of which, uh, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Cody Rhodes beat uh, in their War Games match. They won against the Judgment Day, Priest, Balor, uh, Dirty Dom, J.D. McDonough, and Drew McIntyre. What do we think about this Drew McIntyre heel thing? That's another thing I wanted to throw out to the group. Anybody, just just go with it.
1: Drew McIntyre heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally like Drew as a heel. I think I like him more as a heel than when he's a face. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Any particular reason? I mean, it's not just, you know, Getting over there with the crowd and whatever the case may be, but I mean, he's he seems like he's legitimately got some got some anger in him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that like he to me is a convincing heel. Like that, uh, you know, I, he has the he's a tall, you know, just big guy um, with a lot of power. I, you know, and he like you said, he looks like he has anger, he has aggression. I think he comes across well as a heel. I just prefer I prefer those heel runs from him.
0: Okay. JT. Wrestling, I feel the what same about
1: way about I feel the same way about Seth Rollins, too.
0: Okay. Well we might see that. <laughs> if, if if this punk thing keeps going, we might see that. See uh JT uh JT Wrestling, what about you?
3: Um I can I definitely like him. I don't think it's really I don't know if he's exactly a heel. I mean I know he's not he's he's out for himself. Mm-hmm. I would say he's more of an anti hero okay. than a heel. I mean he's not jumping people. He's not um interfering in matches. He's just out for himself and he's not gonna take any more mess off of anyone.
0: Okay. I see your point. CM Funk, what about you?
3: Yeah, I agree
2: with JT Wrestling on that and, and I like I like the honesty from my heels. You know, when when a, when a heel tells, you know, a face something and it's like the truth, um like he did with Sami Zayn and all, you know, it's like like that's real heel stuff right there, you know, because like what he's saying is real and it's true, but it's his attitude going about it and on. It, it makes you believe him and and you kind of you kind of root for him or at least you appreciate what he's doing. And also, um, yeah, I, I like Drew as a heel better, too. So, okay. um, you know, yeah, I,
0: I think he was kind of maybe getting a little stale, too. I think, uh, you know, obviously he was the big deal during the pandemic. And uh, as soon as the pandemic was over, you saw what happened. He lost, uh, you know, lost title, kind of lost, lost a little bit of his momentum, mm-hmm. but still a formidable player. Uh, and, I, you know, he's a he's a he's a prototypical WWE guy, I guess. Um, and and as a heel, I think he could, you know, have some good feuds with some good people. I mean, that would be good. Um <clears throat> That's pretty much, uh, that was Survivor Series other than what didn't happen after the signature.
1: Let let me ask you guys this, and this is getting back to the CM Punk thing now. Yeah, yeah. We know that when Punk came out, I'm sure has seen like the Seth Rollins reaction to it that was kind of cut off camera. Now, Rollins has done interviews about this. He has not been very forthcoming with the information as to whether this was like a work or a shoot. Mm -hmm. Um, He has said his emotions got the best of him, but he's never admitted that like, OK, this was just fully like, nope, I just was like, I just don't like the guy. Do you guys feel like it was part real emotion and then working into, you know, a work? Or do you think that this was just like a shoot? He just went off when he saw. him
0: mm. <laughs> it looked the way it was shot. Uh, obviously, it wasn't shot on the I mean, it did. Yeah, it was show like from a cell phone pay-per-view. camera. Yeah, right. It was it didn't show up on the pay per view. It showed up with one small maybe cell phone camera. Maybe that was somebody's social media WWE because it obviously showed up shortly after that. And it got a pretty good shot of Seth Rollins and a pretty good idea of what he was saying. Yeah. Like um, you know, the F word yeah. several welcome times. Welcome
2: back. Welcome back. He kept sure. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Um and obviously that Turned into the kind of teasing back and forth of uh, you know final you know talking to Seth Rollins and it took several weeks but then Rollins and Punk had a confrontation in the ring on live television now to get to that point I don't think anybody in the back is going to let that happen if you know they haven't not maybe not necessarily squashed a beef that they had but put business before anything else those those two are about business. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they faced off each other in Raw, I don't know if everybody got to see that segment. Hopefully they did, because yeah. it, yeah. was, it was pretty damn good. Like We haven't had a story like this in a while, and because of CM Punk and because of his controversy and because Seth Rollins is just so damn good at anything that he does, really, Seth got out of his whole... You know, character and gimmick for a little while, and they just they just basically shot at each other. For first, first shots in a big long war, I think it's I think it's very well covered up as a work. That's what okay. I think. Okay, see him funk. Yeah.
2: You know, it it is weird because like when I first saw the footage of Seth Rollins, like I I. I immediately thought, "Oh, man, he's going into business for himself, you know, and and you know, letting his emotions get crazy. Then the more I thought about it, i I started thinking, like, you know, you kept hearing stories that or reports that you know they told everybody that punk was there and was coming out before they went out for the last match and stuff, yeah. and all. But it almost felt like maybe somebody forgot to tell Seth Rollins, like you know, of all the people <laughs> and like and it was true emotion like like he didn't know that he was going there like that maybe they
0: intentionally forgot to tell Seth Rollins
2: right like kind of like that was kind of my first thing because I thought it's weird especially that WWE is now using this footage right you know and and he's and he's like cursing like crazy you know it's like "Eh, that doesn't seem like a WWE type of a move and then and then I got to thinking well what was CM Punk doing at the same time that Rollins was getting all animated you know, was punk egging him on in some way, you know, you never saw what punk was actually doing. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of have a blurry read on this one horn, you know, whether that was, you know, work or shoot or, or just a combination of both, you know, who knows? That's
0: what is so intriguing about this. We have not had something to talk about in this business that we just can't we can't put a we can't put a radar on it yet. We don't know. We know now that obviously they're working together towards something. Um, but you know, was it in the beginning? What legitimate beef is under there? Because obviously we saw it. You know, probably for a lot of years, Punk attacking WWE, Punk attacking Rollins. Uh, you know, all, all these other things that happened, whether it be through hearsay or the internet or whatever. I, this is logical to where this deal with punk, however quickly it came together, there's gotta be some things in the deal. We gotta, we gotta attack the Seth Rollins storyline. Absolutely. I think, uh, the quail man even said a little earlier, we gotta do something with Paul Heyman. Uh, you know, there's things that need to be done. Like there's money in the wheelhouse here and they gotta, this is something, the same thing with the, if you don't attack it now, fit ugly you said this earlier then it dries off yes you can't let that happen here you know you can have a slow burn but the timing couldn't have been better right around royal rumble road road to wrestlemania this is when people start watching again even the casual watchers watch from january to april and then give up now people are invested Mm -hmm. i mean this is this is good shit i mean jt wrestling i it just what do you think does this there's reality under this don't you think i mean this isn't not all just a work but it is now but there's reality under this don't you think
3: oh yeah they definitely don't like each other um <laughs> either um professionally or maybe halfway personally as well but yeah i i don't know what on with them in their other when they worked together before but they just don't like each other at all. I don't. I think it's more Seth hates Punk. I think Punk just wants to um, wrestle somebody. So if they put him against him, he's fine with
0: it. Yeah. I hope. Now, when Seth and Cody faced off a couple years ago, that ended up being a surprise, and that ended up being a fantastic wrestling match. Um, actually, three wrestling matches that they got out of it. I hope. Hate to say it this way. I hope Punk can keep up with. Rollins, um, just because there's there's a difference there, there's a real difference there. Uh, hopefully- I, th- I think
2: I think he'll be able to. It just you know it it took Punk a while in AEW. It took a uh, you know number of matches before he finally got into a bit of a groove or got his ring rust taken off and that kind of thing. So yeah. I think you know they have enough time between now and WrestleMania to get Punk action to be ready to have a quality match with uh seth
0: so. yeah and i know they both want that neither one of them want to stink up the joint but they both also want to steal the show so there's no middle ground there they don't want to have a just an abc match they want to right they want to take they want to take the card you know they want to if it's going to be the main event if it's going to be for the title they want it to be the main event for the title it's that's what they want is in my opinion so it's a good question, Fit Ugly. It's it's good that now we and in and our future podcasts, we're gonna talk about this. You know, where does it come from? Where does it fuel from? And how much of it is legit, how much of it is a shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, because we got two guys in there that can turn it on and turn it off. That first meeting, man, when they were just standing in the ring, I didn't w I, I, I kind of didn't want them to say anything. I wanted them both to talk for an hour, but I didn't want them, you know, Triple H and Undertaker stood in the ring for five minutes and looked at each other and never said a word and just pointed at the sign. I don't need that to happen here, but these two are both too damn good on a microphone to keep them quiet. But you know what I'm saying? That tension is there. It's ridiculous. JT wrestling. Are you back with us? Yes. Okay, good. Um, We're getting, we're getting counted down here, but anyway, we're going to talk about this a whole lot more. I'm sure. And on the Royal rumble podcast as well. All right. I got, I got, I got one word for you guys as we uh, count it down, and that word is "yeet," Y E E T, yeet. Um, so I had no idea that this word had been trademarked and licensed by an independent wrestler a couple years ago. Apparently, nobody knew this. Um, Seth, uh, Seth, J Jey Uso, main event Jey Uso, started using this. Backstage during promos, during press conferences, it started getting over. Crowds started chanting back in them, their t-shirts being made, and all of a sudden it just disappears for like a week or two. Now they got it back, apparently. WWE, you know, paid the guy off, <laughs> whatever it was. But first of all, what does yeet mean? Anybody?
1: I actually have no idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is I've it an reached, emphasis a
1: word?
2: <laughs> what? Hey, well, I mean welcome to the club, big ugly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's slang so used to yeet, express surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm. That's what's on the internet, but so I don't believe I'm like, what the I, hell?
1: What I found on the internet was to throw something with a lot of force.
0: <laughs> throw something. Yeet. Like like if you throw a baseball hundred miles an hour, yeet. Is that a yeet?
1: Yeah. Or like or like I got yeeted out of a car.
0: Oh, oh yeeted oh okay this this word this one i didn't i mean we got yeah from la night now yeah is a is a common word yeet is not but it's so unique i guess because and and i think but you know we're going to use this last couple of minutes to talk about jay uso does jay uso is he actually stay up there in the main event picture has he earned his spot can he i mean he can win over the crowd he's got merch he's got a catchphrase <laughs> technically what do you think jay uso yes or no cm funk you first
2: well his nickname is main event so yes just because of the nickname <laughs> yeah i mean you know he'll i mean can you, can, you mid, can you call her
0: mid can you can you eventually call him midcard jay uso if it doesn't work I out
2: mean, i mean i guess so you know <laughs> when <laughs> Matt hardy
0: got fat you called him fat hardy so i mean you true know. what about anyway. job or jay Jobber or J might work a <laughs> double J. have about this. Um, how about you? Uh, JT wrestling. What do you think? J main event? J Uso. Is he, is he a main eventer?
3: I think he can be, I mean, he's doing a good job, um, with, um, keeping up and, um, I think he's doing a good job.
0: Good. I like that. And, and fit ugly as we, uh, countdown here at main event jay Uso. yes or no and does it lead to uh him and jimmy Uso at wrestlemania
1: i think that i think jay is a main event by default because of the bloodline storyline i think his run in the main event is very dependent on the relevancy of the bloodline and reigns and his brother i think that once that storyline runs out i think his time at the top also does I think that he's going to get overshadowed by people like Punk coming back, Horton coming back. Uh, obviously, you know, it, uh, on Raw you got you know you still got Cody Rhodes, um, Seth Rollins. So he's he has a lot of stiff competition. That I'm not sure he's going to be able to maintain like sticking out from. Um, I do think that this will likely lead to a a showdown between him and his brother. At which point, I do think at that time his I don't think there's much. Much, there's not uh, uh, many other places to go with him. Okay,
0: I see. Ya. I think that uh, it could work. Uh, I think he's he's in the same boat right now with La Knight, which we'll talk about. I'm sure more during the Royal Rumble. Um, and he he's one of those guys that can be a utility player, but he can be in a main event, and I like this. Um, hey guys. This has been great. Uh, 2023, big year for everything, everybody. Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I appreciate you guys, all of you, and I hope you all will join us uh, at our live Royal Rumble podcast recording on January 27th. Fit Ugly, we appreciate the, the hardware. And I'm sure we're going to put together some good food. And I appreciate you guys. I want you all to have the happiest of holidays safe. Uh, you know, while you're traveling, listen to the archives because we got 124 episodes in the bag. Uh, this is great. Uh, CM Funk, what are your final words for 2023?
2: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.